I mean, a lot of good stuff is based on books, right? People put a lot of effort in books, and scripts are written in a in a hurried. You know, like you have to you have to create a series. We we have to get a new series on the air, but a lot of times are written by people who will take five years to write a book, (laughs) or ten years, like George R. R. Martin. It right. still hasn't released his last Game of Thrones book. But, you know, who's counting? Perfect example, because the people that made the TV show Game of Thrones have made a um, a TV series based on another series of books mm-hmm. that I absolutely love. It's called The Three, Three Body Problem. It's such and a weird title. The Three well, Body Problem. Why not two bodies? Why not one? Well, I don't know. It all seems like a problem to me. It's not a problem if there's two, because we have one of those, the Earth and the Moon, right? And oh yes, that Planetary system body. is just goes. It's an orbital system. I mean, you you can That's count true. the sun. You know, I get because it's influenced. You know, we go around the sun, but the three body problem. What that describes is. Um, oh, and we have to say that um, the. It's written by a Chinese author named Liu Sixin. I think I'm saying that correctly. It's a um, Liu Sixin or Sixin Liu. Okay. Um, and he's Chinese. So th- the book takes a little bit to get into because there's cultural differences and people's motivations in there seem sometimes a little bit than Western style motivations, you know, right. and the characters are Chinese and the names are Chinese. So you really have to, the translation is really good though, but, but it is, um, it is hard science fiction, hard science fiction. And I love that it's these guys coming back because even though they lost interest in game of Thrones in the last season, clearly (laughs) it's like they were great showrunners. And so we're talking about uh, David Benioff and D and DB Weiss. Yeah. And they did game of Thrones and they did a fantastic job for 90% of it. And so I I think they just kind of lost their passion for it. And they also lost, the narrative because there were no more books <laughs> so they were having to kind of right. wing it i love that they're going to have a solid series of books that they can bring their uh know-how to so i'm very yeah. interested in seeing this because they do very handsome productions so yes very excited to see this well one interesting Oops. thing about the books though is they're so vast you know there's a there's a thing that you can do in books that you can't really do as easily in movies or television shows having a ton of characters and right. having all their motivations and their thoughts. The same reason that Dune is so hard to yeah. make into a film or a TV series. Yeah. This one is because the, the ideas in it are, are so huge and right. mind bending. And there's, there's brand new conceptual things in here that are going to, people are going to be pausing this and going, what the hell am I seeing? <laughs> Honestly, wait, because there are there are concepts in here that are that are so huge and scary, but but the cool thing is the author is a, a legit scientist. You know, he knows what he's talking about, and although he's projecting, of course, you know, into a science. into a into science fiction realms, there's still a basis in there, like a mathematical basis and a mm-hmm. astrological basis. There's things yeah. that make sense, and and you know the best science fiction takes things that are real that we know about Mm -hmm. and pushes them a little bit into like, what if you could make a fiber that was so strong, but microscopic and that you could, that it could just effortlessly slide through anything because it goes between the molecules. And if you took a piece of this fiber and went like through your head like this, the top of your head would slide off. Right. 
and so any gross. and anything it goes through you know like if you stretch it across a freeway for instance you know mm -hmm. there's an idea like that in this book that is Woo! just terrifying <laughs> sounds terrifying oh my god yeah all right well, let's let's take a look at this thing Are you ready yeah let's roll let's it, let, it. Me, let me get the let me let me get uh the slate all right yes. you ready and yes. there must be 30 dead scientists in the past month christ mm. another countdown Oh, there's one else seen it. Yeah. That's creepy. What happened to them? Someone or something is targeting scientists. Wow. They're going after our best and brightest. There's someone behind everything. Just have to dig. Whatever it is, it's watching and listening. We don't know what they are. Maybe we can't know what they are. Oh. Wild. Do you believe in God? Whoa! You're scared. You're right to be scared. Mm. But we have got one shot. And I need your help. Prepare yourself for something very strange. <sighs> oh, wow. Dang. They are coming, and there's nothing you can do to stop them. <laughs> Those were like some gorgeous visuals. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> the book is full. The books, the three books are filled wow. with those kind of things where I was like getting goosebumps reading the book. Yeah. I was getting goosebumps. And I didn't read the books. I was like, oh, <laughs> it just looks big and important. And I I love that because sometimes I feel like like something like Lost. This yeah. is kind of to me kind of similar. We have this sci-fi premise and you have all these huge ideas and then you throw them away. And it becomes very shallow and stupid. And this one doesn't yeah. look like that. <laughs> or sometimes I, I, I noticed that there's there's um, a tendency with some writers to have these great setups where they know how to do these setups. They know how to do like yeah. a visual wow. And then yeah. they don't know what to do with it. They don't know where to go with it. And, and they're kind of close it. Like, the close the deal. To it is not exciting. And it's like, no. ah. But this one is. This one has a. Um, this looks crazy. This one has an arc through the three books. There's, oh. 
there's a scene in the in the trailer there where they're looking up in the sky and the stars flicker on and off. Oh, in the, that was in the book. So that's like I remember that in the book, like very distinctly. Oh, it's, a, it's the it kind of amazing. Um, yeah, it's terrifying. The idea of uh, really super advanced aliens, you know, that's so hard to depict because we are only as advanced as we are. So depicting yeah. something that's more advanced than us. We always, uh, you know, human hum, human present day writers, science fiction humans. writers, a lot of Fucking times. Humans. Tend, yeah. <laughs> but when they speculate about advanced aliens, they're basically just like a little bit more. They're like Vulcans or something. They're smarter and a little bit more arrogant yeah. than us or something. And they have laser guns and they have sort of recognizable future things. Yeah. But what if something really was super advanced to the point where they to us were like what we are to our pets, to our dogs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When and that's what it would be dog. like. They would yeah. consider us kind of primitive. So they were so advanced compared to us. <laughs> yeah. And wow. and what is I mean, in our value to them, do we have any? You know, it, it's like when we go, when humans go um to another planet you can assume you know based on our history of what we do when we go to the new world there might be things there that we're like you know these are these aren't beneficial for us let's just go ahead and burn those off and yeah. you know we don't care yeah okay so and i, I like it when it's science based too like it feels like this is huge and crazy and it has to do with aliens but it also has to do with science and how how the universe works and I feel like there's so little that we know about the universe and the little the, the little bit that we do is so astounding. You kind of take it almost for granted. Like, yeah, it's big and there's stars in it. But then when you see all these photos that are coming in and how it actually works and how black holes actually work, it's like that stuff is like miraculously crazy. And it's real. Yeah. Like science. We don't even understand half of it. So I, I love the idea of taking something that's based in science and yeah. making it magical and amazing. I mean, that's just the perfect sci-fi to me but there's a few I don't know. this looks good i can tell that there's some things that they changed and yeah. i think i'm okay with that because i don't yeah. think this book is actually i mean it's it you know what there's another version of it the, um chinese, chinese version made yeah. another version of it which i have not can seen see it? is no, it available okay i think it's actually yeah. on youtube i i heard somebody oh. say it was on youtube but uh, don't quote me on that the ch the cultural differences when i was reading the book i had to put some things in you know you have to kind of go okay this is this is not an american reaction uh, you know right. or this is not the uh, it's hard to explain but well i recognize john bradley he was in game of thrones yeah and we also have Eliza Gonzalez is one of the, the main actors in this. We have Sia yeah. Shimoka. I love that there's a lot of new people. I also I recognize Benedict Wong. Yeah. He's there, and Liam Cunningham. Those are all great. And then I love they have a just they filled they could have had anybody, but I love that they filled the cast with a lot of unknowns, which I think is really good because then I feel like you really disappear into the characters. Yeah. You're not distracted by the big celebrity. You know, it's like right. I think that's important, especially with something like this that's gonna be so ensemble based that yeah. You don't have one person just sort of, you know, over waiting for that star to show up. You know, I think that's that's really smart. Plus, it jumps around in time a lot. I don't know how they're going to parse the story out as far as the series goes. There's a little teaser poster here. I like that. It's very, yeah. it's very uh, eye catching. I <laughs> get it. Yeah. <laughs> eye catching. 
Yeah. Um, but it shows that cool effect with the numbers you were talking about. Like she can see the date, the countdown. They keep talking about yeah. the countdown. Which is That's a really cool that the aliens have sent that somehow they're called Sophons and it and uh, that's why the, there's a person in the trailer who says something like right. they can see and hear everything. And, and so one of the issues in the story becomes these numbers that people start right. seeing and how creepy it is that something's in your vi field of vision and it moves around with you, but you can't, it won't go away. How and do they pick who gets to see? Is there a, is it just random? They're just infecting everyone bit by bit or it's Does everyone all of a sudden? Yeah, it's like specific people. Okay. And so when she's like, can anyone else see this? It's like, no one can see it <laughs> except her. She's important. Yeah. There's, a, there's a, a lot of um, stuff about scientists and who could possibly be a threat. Beings from out there right. send something first to kind of disrupt everything and make it, make it easier to take over once they get here, you know. They could, they might as, they might actually invade the planet before they arrive. You know what I mean? <laughs> they yeah, might yeah. It get it all set up, get the yeah. house clean. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that looks, this looks very promising. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. It comes out March 21st, starts streaming March 21st. You were asking about the name, the three body problem. That's a, it's a strange, unusual name. And really quickly, I was going to explain it. You know, the earth and the moon are, are one body orbital system. You know, the, the moon goes around and mathematicians can figure that out and they can figure out how, you know, how fast the moon is going. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can calculate it really well. Right. But if you add a third uh, body in there and all three of these things start orbiting each other, and say there's two of them are suns and one is a planet and the planet is going in and out between, but of course they're f way further away, but right. it would, it would become mathematically almost supposedly according chaos theory and all this impossible to figure out when you're going to get a happy, nice climate and a terrible frozen climate oh. and a horrible burning, burning climate. Weird. If you're an alien race and you evolve to live on that kind of a planet, you might have ways of going into sort of a hibernation and knowing right. when to come out and all that. And it just becomes so tiresome. They're like, you know, we need to find a better place. <laughs> we need to, this is not comfortable. Not <laughs> we want less bodies in motion. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. This sounds so cool. It, it sounds like yeah. one of the ideas that's so big, I almost can't wrap my head around it. And I love yeah. that. I you kept doing do that when I was reading the book. I had to stop. Say, what? It, it tends to be sort of an older style too. Like Frank Herbert's Dune stuff did that to mm -hmm. me too. Yeah, yeah. Really took me somewhere, and it just seems like it's going further than anyone else. Like I love the idea that someone is thinking ahead way further than other people, and this seems like one of those. I like that this one just acts different. It's different. It's not like us. It may <laughs> be cool. so different. Yeah, and so and cool. the idea too that. Um, you know, technologies, the idea of extrapolating into the future of technologies too. And what would a space battle look like? It's not ships flying around shooting lasers yeah. at each other and blowing up like Star Wars. Maybe there's something else that spaceships do. And it's like... It also, could just be tiny. I mean, think about how a tiny virus can take people down. They're tiny. You don't even see them. I mean, yeah. you don't have to have a big weapon. You can be tiny. Nobody in, nobody, yeah. nobody science fiction writer in the 50s or 60s wrote anything about social media on computer That's true. no one figured that one out yeah <laughs> might have helped all right so let's know your comments um let's know your thoughts put them in the yeah. comments 
and uh, what your theories are about this. And if you read the book, have you seen the Chinese version? How is it? Is it good? Let us know. Yeah, All let right. me know if anybody's seen the Chinese version. I really, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I'm gonna it. watch it, but you know, just yeah. I'm, whether you say I should or not, I'm gonna watch it. But <laughs> we're gonna watch I'd like it. to hear what your opinion is of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let on. us know what you think of all of these books, series, trailer. Let us know. And if you're a fan of this series of books, um, and you have other books you want to recommend that are hard science fiction that remind you, or you know, are in the same category as this one. I want to know because I love that kind of yeah. stuff. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>